Hey guys, welcome to TRW Talks. Today we are talking about identity. It's a huge topic for us in the veteran community at large. Um, first, defining what an identity is, then uh, the challenge that we all have coming out of the military, taking out the unit, taking off the uniform, and all of a sudden you're an entirely new person in an entirely new world. So. I don't even have a definition for identity, but the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. It's it's literally a way to define who yourself you or a thing. Yeah. So I'll I'll start it off with like my journey through identity. What I found to be to, to be accurate for me so far is that identity is a, is a shifting um, mm -hmm. experience. And it's also a choice. <laughs> we are choosing the identities that we are uh, either holding on to, actively engaging in, um, or denying. Like you're, you're choosing what identities you hold, um, and it's a fluid movement. Like most of us don't notice the transitions in our lives because they happen um, gradually. Usually, gradually you be you're a child then you're in high school then you're a college student then you're there's these kind of layered experiences that because you're usually with a bunch of groups of other people you don't even notice it's like oh yeah we're all going to college but there's a huge shift of identity when these things happen mm -hmm. um and so that's that's a really it was for me was a really powerful reframe at first as well because I, I i when i got out i really wanted a new identity i was like okay what's my identity now I was so used to the uniform, so used to being called, you know, lieutenant, captain, whatever it was, that I like didn't. I was then clinging, trying to find a new thing to call myself. Okay, what am I now? This like pillar of whatever that may be. So, and I found that to be kind of limiting, to be honest. It's interesting looking back. Um, now that I understand identity and how it works. I look back and I didn't understand that that was the process I was going through when I removed myself out of the military. <clears throat> and now I look back and I see why it's, it was such a difficult transition because it's a, it's a line. It's like, boom, it's not gradual military, not military. Um, and something that abrupt at that young of an age is mind blowing. So looking back, yeah. I can understand why I went through that fun time. Well, it's cool to look at like the beginning of the military experience too. And like mm -hmm. your shift in identity didn't start at the head shave at boot camp, or that's when it started, but that's not when it finished. Like you're it's boot camp, then there's training, then there's you show up to your unit and somebody's helping you out. Like for most of us, there's like six months to a year of the shift in identity until mm -hmm. you're kind of like settled into this new thing called being a soldier, Navy, Marine, whatever. Um, but when you're out, you're just, you're like you said, you're just out. You're like, Oh, done. Fuck, I guess I'm done. Yeah. So yeah. go ahead, Sean. <clears throat> no, I was just going to reiterate on the, um, the importance of understanding that identity is fluid mm -hmm. because like even um, like as you enter the military, like you still have your, your, prior identity right and that and like even within 
you know, we're talking about going to school. So being a, a son or a daughter, then being a student. And then like, even within that, it's like, okay, well, while you were going to school, like what other category did you fall into? Were you the athlete? Were you the, the nerd? Were you the, you know, whatever. And then as you go into the military, for instance, like you're still carrying that old identity into it. And there is this a very abrupt change that typically does happen depending on your experience in the military where it's like you're still transitioning into that right and then you get into something like the military where it's this giant pool of like variety of people right like people from different backgrounds and experiences all put into one room and so it's like you're forced to shake that up a little bit and there's a benefit to that for sure because like you have to get along with the people to a certain degree to you know that are around you um especially those that are in combat arms where it's like you're fighting next to these people right and then so you go through that process of shifting identity and then as you go to get out you know like lance was saying like it, it is it's a very abrupt like oh you're a soldier now you're not right and so it's like you're still carrying some of that and this is why you see so many people get out and they still dress similarly or it's like they're still into a lot of the same things where it's like okay i still want to go out and shoot things or i still want to blow things up or you know whatever and then yeah there becomes this like period where it's like i know we've all experienced it and everyone that we've talked to that has transitioned from active duty out um where it is like it's a very shaking experience where it's like all of a sudden you start to realize like i am no longer this thing right it's like this identity that i held for so long even if it was only a few years right it's like i'm no longer the thing. however i don't fit into to the rest of the world and so it's like you're trying to hold on to the old while transitioning to the new. And I think that's where a lot of the resistance and a lot of the the shakeup happens is like you're, you're still grasping onto what you knew for so long. And I can only imagine what it's like for people that have spent 10, 15, 20 years in that as opposed to like my experience was, you know, just under four years, got out and then went back to into the active reserves, you know, for a couple of years and, and still even in that short time period. Like it was difficult to transition because I was like, oh, this is who I am, right? And so I think that's one of the powerful things too to remember when it comes to identity is that you don't have to claim like this is who I am. Or if you want to say this is who I am, like make it a little bit more accurate. Like this is who I am right now, right? Instead of being like, mm, oh, this, yeah. this is just the way that it is. Like this is the type of person that I am and this is the, the cards that I've been dealt it's understanding like, oh yeah, this is where I'm at right now. This is the identity that I'm currently embodying. And then you can start asking yourself the questions like, is this what I want? Or do I want to make a change? And knowing that it's okay to change identity whenever the hell you want or whenever you need to. So. Something yeah. came to mind. <clears throat> Let me see how you guys think about this. The harder you hold on to an identity, the more difficult moving through life can be. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that clinging is what if it brings in a lot of um, unnecessary suffering. Holding mm -hmm. on to old identities and identifying really strongly with it, especially. Yeah, I like what you said, Sean. I've actually, you know, I've I thought about it more playfully nowadays. I think sometimes identity can become such a heavy issue. You're like, well, what's my identity? What am I doing? Who am I? Um, you know, th th this is connected to but separate from the purpose discussion which is i would say that belief is really what underpins both of these topics but 
I'll pull out for a second and make it a little bit more playful. Like, if anybody out there is like into gaming, uh, check out like think about like uh, uh, RPG game or something like that, where it's just you and you're playing a role inside of this like universe, this created thing. You're playing uh, whether it's a shooting game or one of these world exploring games or fucking Minecraft, if that's what you're into. Um, you are this like little avatar creator inside of this world. And what you notice playing any game is that you're on your console and you can switch between these games. So in one, you could be playing Call of Duty in one thing and then go over to Assassin's Creed in another thing and then go do whatever the games are. Um, and this is really cool to explore like as we kind of evolve in the in the into like the metaverse and like the future of technology and how we're going to be interacting with it, uh, VR and all that shit. Um, what's going to make you really powerful and flexible in the future and that you can practice now is can you, can you uh, embody different identities for different reasons for, at different times? And your ability to switch between them to really explore different aspects of your own like personhood, different aspects of what you're into even, like make it even simpler. Like, dude, sometimes I'm skater John and I'm just putzing around the city trying to fucking land a kickflip. And sometimes I'm like, you know, business John and I'm trying to make deals with our company and figure out what to do next and how we can solve some, some problems really effectively. And sometimes I'm boyfriend John and I'm just at the house, like, you know, cuddling with my girlfriend watching a movie. So just that ability to see yourself as multitudes rather than like what the military tends to do, which is to make you this, this one kind of monochrome thing um, will make you, uh, yeah, a really empowered person in the future and right now. Yeah, and something else that, that comes to mind is, you know, we, we've talked about like goal setting and stuff before and um like i'm i'm going through like i'm re re-watching some modules from an old uh coaching course that i took a few years ago and like one of the first things that they talk about is identity and this concept of like when we're doing like goal setting or vision casting right we're trying to think about the future you know oftentimes people get hung up on like really being able to tap into it's like okay well one what do i want and two like you know, can I stretch myself a little bit and in, like envision myself as a form of me that has the things that I want, right? And so through this lens of identity where if we're vision casting or, or setting goals, a lot of people typically like sell themselves short because they're, they're setting it based off of where they're currently at, right? Mm -hmm. Like their current identity is someone who is broke or who needs more money, right? And so it might be this like survival or scarcity based. And so um, she talks about, you know, the typical process that most of us would take is to, in, in order to be something, we have to have something. In order to have something, we have to do something. And so she flips it around. And instead of it, like, you need to do something to have something, and then you need to have something to be something. It's like, we're actually going to start with, like, who do you need to be? in order to to have the thing that you want. So you start by being and embodying that identity, right? And so it's like, as you show up in that, it's gonna allow you to do the things that you need to do in order to have the things that you wanna have. And so it's, it's a little bit of that reversal, which can be super powerful instead of like selling yourself short and be like, okay, well, 
I'll be that person once I do these things. And then once I do the things and I'll have the things and then I'll be this person, right? Like it's, it is a little bit backwards. And so it's like understanding with, with this concept of identity, it's like, who do I need to be in order to do the things that I want to do or to have the things that I want to have. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important to have that baseline understanding of like identity is fluid. Like you can think of it as putting on a hat, right? Like you were just saying, John, like there's skater, John, there's boyfriend, John, there's business, John, right? Those are all different identities and you can learn within each identity set, right? But it's just like putting on a hat, right? It's like 11 o'clock hits, like cool, business hat comes on. I got like, now I'm going to embody what, you know, the business side of, of me needs in order to show up to this meeting or to show up to this call or to show up to this coaching call, whatever. So yeah, I like that, that simple breakdown of, of instead of it being do have be, start with be, do, then have. Oh yeah. I love that. I, I love that. Great advice for goal setting too. We'll get into that later, but embody the actual identity. <clears throat> like like what is the identity you're you're trying to embody? And say that to yourself. That that's been really powerful. I am blank. Mm-hmm. I do blank. But especially that I am statement is such mm. a powerful powerful experience. Yeah, what yeah. what are some of the shit that people struggle with? I mean, I, I'm trying to think what most of our our community is challenged with after they get out of the military i think uh identity has a lot to do with belief systems and belief systems are a whole nother topic we can go down do you believe you could be that person that uh, the doobie whatever doobie doobie do you just said um (laughs) be do do i (laughs) whatever (laughs) uh do i believe that I, i I can acquire that. I can be that person. Do you, do I believe that I deserve that? Um, and again, that's a whole nother topic. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to leave it at that or I'm yeah, just going to keep rambling. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Close the loop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that is the thing that prevents people. Well, in my experience, that has been the thing that prevents people from taking whatever next step or accomplishing whatever goal that they set out. It's not like, the actual process of doing whatever it is you want to do or, or becoming the person that you want to become is relatively easy. It's like there's in, in today's day and age, like everything's so laid out that like, you know exactly what you need to do, right? You know what you need to do to build a business or you, you know what you need to do in order to look a certain way in the gym. Like, like we, we've got all this stuff pretty well mapped out. And that's, that's not to say that there's a bunch of dumb ideas out there too. However, like the number one thing that prevents people from actually doing the things is that they don't believe that they can. And so it's like, you know, that in and of itself can become your new identity is like, can I put on the hat of someone who believes that I truly can do this thing or that I truly can have this thing that I want? So, I mean, Uh that is a very valid, very valid point and a very deep rabbit hole that we that (laughs) will eventually go down next week. Put it on the, on the, well, I think you can, you can, to what you said, Sean, that you could be, you could just start with, let me try this on. Let me try on this new hat and really just start playing with That's why I use the video game example. Like, Hey, don't think about it as like, I got to change my entire thing. Think about it. You're just playing a game as a different character. Yeah. Um, think, think of LARPing, right? Yeah, LARP. like, like, like people are like literally changing Mil-sim. their identities. Mil-sim. Yeah. Mil-sim. Like, I, like, <laughs> Before I joined the military, I was playing paintball and airsoft. Like I embodied what I thought was, you know, the person that would show up as a soldier that's kicking down doors and punching people in the face. 
right? Mm-hmm. Much much safer way to do it. But like, I love the idea <laughs> of LARPing, and I love how they like a lot of people like they they make fun of it, and I get it. And at the same time, like I also applaud those people because like they're like literally donning on a new ni- new identity mm-hmm. when they go to put on their armor or their fucking shield or their helmet. Like they become a new person, like someone that they wish. Or I'll, I'll make this claim. I imagine it's someone that they wish that they could show up as in their everyday life and they don't feel, let's say, confident enough. Right. And so it's like, OK, if if we want to, like, put this into something tangible, right, for like, you know, someone who wants to um, like for me, a big thing was uh, like asking women out, for instance, like I was always so afraid to go up and talk to women because I was afraid of rejection that they're not going to like me. Like I had all these stories. And so, you know, in my mind it was like, Oh, I have to look a certain way for instance, for them to be attracted to me. So I'm going to go to the gym to, and do that thing. So that way I can have the body that then therefore that women would want. And then when I have the body, then I'll have, I'll have the lady. Right. And instead it's like, okay, well, who do I need to be? Like, what would that look like to show up as a person who, would get them. It's like, Oh, I need to be confident, right? Like that was the biggest thing for me. It's like, Oh, can I be confident right now? Yes. How can I start showing up confidently in my own life? Right. And so it's like, as I started to embody that, then all of a sudden, like it started to show up the things that I was looking for started to show up. And so it's like, mm-hmm. if there's something that you want, like, yeah, just ask yourself, like what type of person goes after these things? Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's, that's why it's super helpful too. where if you find yourself stuck, it's, Think of someone who, ha- let's say, has the things that you want, right? Whether it's a lifestyle or a whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, what are they doing that's allowing them to have these things? Like, what are some of the qualities that they embody? Because that, that's the thing. It's like we, all, like, we all think that we want, let's say, that truck or that house, which there is a desire there, and that's worth noting. However, it's like, oh, I want that because, like, when I look at these people who have it, like, they show up more confidently or they show up and you know, act a certain way. And like, that's truly what we're looking for. Right. And so it's like, mm-hmm. okay, how can I start doing that now? Like what hat can I put on as uncomfortable as it might be in order to start showing up that way? Because when you start showing up that way, the things that you're looking for will start to actually make their way towards you much more easily. So mm-hmm. a lot of intertwined yeah. conversation with identity and beliefs and <clears throat> stuff like that. Uh, identity. Yeah. Who do you want to be? Basically you can be every anybody because we're all the, same pink gooey mess on the inside. <laughs> I love how you said that. Pink gooey it. mess. <laughs> like it, it, it's the truth. I, I, I've said this quote you on the on the website numerous times. Like I've dissected enough human cadavers to know that we're all the same on the inside. The only thing that differentiates us is our our belief system, mm-hmm. our identity, who we think we want to be, who we are, who we present ourselves to be. Yeah. Um, I- I'll say one last point that you can close the loop on old identities. Mm-hmm. You can let them go. Um, you can it's be fun. proud of them, accept them, love them. And, and then say like, I don't need that anymore. I don't need to be, you know, Marine John. I don't need to be a soldier. Sean, like it doesn't, they, I take some qualities that I maybe use that were really helpful and I use them in my life, but as an identity in itself, I can leave that behind. I can close the door on those old identities and and live some new ones. That's going to make you the most powerful. I would say is to let go of the old ones. 
God, yeah, it's way it's really fun when you let those go. You're like, oh, cool, I'm not that turd bag anymore, or whatever. <laughs> I'm still a turd bag. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll say I'll add to that real quick too, in terms of like how you can show up and aid in that process because like we can choose to to shed our old identities and be like, that's not me anymore. Just know that that's like the first step. Even when you do that, there's going to be people around you who still view mm-hmm. you as the old version of you. And that's that's worth understanding and noting is that simply because like if I want to drop, you know, veteran Sean, for instance, vet, the vet, veteran identity or military identity, the people that have been surrounded by me that knew me as that, like that's how they're still going to know me, right? They're and this still going to treat you like veteran Sean. Yeah. And this is, I've seen this with um, like people that I served with where it's like, they still show up the same way with one another, or it's like all of a sudden, like someone makes a shift and then everyone else starts giving them shit. It's like, well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, so just know that it's, it's on the individual level. Like you start with like, okay, I'm choosing to let this go. And then <clears throat> understand that other people around you are still going to want to hold on to that because that's how they knew you. That's what they were comfortable with, for instance. And something that you can do to aid in that process is when other people decide to do the same thing, like you can choose to accept that they're no longer wanting to show up as that person. Right. And this is why I think a lot of people struggle with change is because let's say like our partner, right. Does something or says something, they continue to show up a certain way. And then all of a sudden they want to change well, that's also up to us to accept that they're choosing to put that off to the side, right? That they're choosing to no longer show up that way. And so it's it's a two-way street in a lot of these ways. So just understand that just because that you do it doesn't mean that other people are going to automatically accept that. And that's okay, right? Like you get to continue to show up as this new version, just like if you're with your partner and they want to show up differently, like you have to trust them that they're going to continue to show up as this new person as well, instead of holding on to this old identity of who they were and how they used to show up. So it can be a little bit more difficult and just know that, you know, if other people are, are like criticizing you or, or you're getting pushback, like I, I actually see that as a sign of like, you're doing the thing that you want to do at that point, as opposed to like, Oh, I fucked up. It's like, no, you didn't fuck up. Like you're actually doing the thing. And the feedback that you're getting is other people are, are realizing this yeah. and they're uncomfortable. Like keep going. <laughs> Good signpost. Get yeah. Comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah bullshit <laughs> <laughs> all right awesome guys well thank you for DRW joining us talks.